to the flag of the United States of America, to the Republic Not too much to update this morning. However, uh, the in, the uh, presentations for the Mad Hatter are next week. Um, the project team is uh, is Roger, Jennifer Beam, our planner, uh, Greg Blash, our engineer Mike Bascom, and myself. And we'll be doing the um, the interviews with the uh, four bidders and then we will present that them to uh, borough council and we'll see what our next step is. Um, the court case keeps getting postponed. It's been postponed again. Um, the Kelly uh, Kelly's uh, court case with the, uh, or their appeal of the borough's uh, uh, abandoned property statute, but uh, it just keeps going on and keeps getting postponed, postponed, postponed. Why was it postponed this time? <laughs> It's, it's chronic. It's, it's the um, same reason or a different reason? No, I mean, it's chronic in the courthouse. Most okay. keep getting postponed. Okay. Judges so keep pushing stuff up. Okay. Yeah, it's um, backlog. Backlog. Um, yeah. Okay. It's and they are, uh, they are are also waiting for the EDA uh, to make a decision whether they will uh, uh, subordinate the mortgage. Um, it seems a little... Uh, it just doesn't. It, the EDA has been dealing with this for five or six years. They either say it's either yes, we will subordinate the mortgage to the finance company, or we will not subordinate right. the mortgage to the finance company. So uh, I'm not quite sure why it's taking years and years and years. They've been on top of it. They they know what's happening, um, but that's the primer. That's one of the reasons they do. And as Rich said, there's a backlog in court, and judges just keep putting it off. Okay. Thank you. Hey, Joe, could you just refresh us on something? Somebody is buying the delayed tax payment. Correct. And if I remember correctly, that comes actionable in November of this year. You're correct. Remind me what the level of authority and, and ability to do something that person has. They can foreclose? They can start this year in November. They've paid for the two years, I believe, that's required. Yeah. And they can start a foreclosure proceeding uh, if they're not paid. Uh, this time. So 
you know, I suspect the finance uh, people that the Kelly management has is, is going to try to pay them be, since they're we're kind of the first uh, lien, but but they're actually uh, uh, right after us. Because my understanding is so that our hands were tied somewhat by the delays in the court, the EDA response. What I'm trying to get at is that this person that holds the lien on the delinquent tax actually have the authority to make something happen. They do. And what would that something be? It's and for if, they for, if they foreclose, does that mean it goes back to a court for evaluation? Or do they say, I take over the property? They can take over the property if they foreclose, if they're first in line. Um, well, they can't take over the property because by court order, uh, McGurl has the property. Um, but they could get paid their billing for tax money. That's it? Yeah. They can't foreclose on the property and say, now I'm going to do something with it. Normally, they, they would. But in this situation, I don't think that's the case because um, it's court order that says the borough has control. So suppose, and I don't mean to belabor this, sir, but suppose the town says, I'm fine with the note holders doing whatever they want with the property. Because, I mean, at least from my assessment, this thing is going to go on for years. Right, between the EDA, court backup, Kelly financing, you know, all of this kind of stuff. We're going to be sitting here two years from now with that building still sitting there. What I'm looking for is who actually has the authority to do something and get it done. So could we well, I don't know that they would have any leg up in terms of the borough, in terms of the, the court proceedings, um, or the EDA. Are they, they'd be, I mean, I'm just thinking on you know, top of yeah. my head. Um, they'd I mean, be in the same shoes. I was going to say, I mean, this isn't bad. We can't go down that path, I would say. Can't go what? I'm sorry. We would go down the path of somebody being able to foreclose on it and advocate to them. I, I, I understand. This is a little unusual because we're in control of the property. I guess under normal circumstances, Rich, a foreclosure is a foreclosure. A foreclosure is a foreclosure. They they first, they they, if they're first in line, they're foreclosing and that's it. I mean, this is unusual because usually there's not a court order because it's an abandoned property saying that somebody right. else has control of the property. <clears throat> Could we at least review that a little bit, determine if there's any there there for us to sure. do something? Because yep. I, I don't know if anybody feels differently than me, but I feel like we're going to be sitting here a year and a half, two years from now in the same boat we are today. And well, that's unacceptable. I guess I don't, I mean, it's not being an attorney. I would think it's going to be the same way if somebody gets it through. That's why I was asking whether or not that rallies through the courts. Yeah, that sounds like the worst. Yeah, okay, we'll Any consideration to get us a dumpster there, like for November? <laughs> yes. Well, we've been talking about that for a while. What's, what's the status? See, I'm getting a dumpster there so we can clean up the property. Anytime you guys are ready, I just want to make sure everything's in place so people just don't start dumping in there. Has to be a time. Yeah, I'd like to think of beginning of November. Get if we want to get our team together to, to start throwing in all the trash in there, but I, I kind of agree with Dave, you know, if you just let it sit there, it's going to... How long would you... Like totally. Like, we have an idea of how many days we need it for? We probably don't need it for more than if we want to do it on a weekend or during the week or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's not really... Yeah. All right, let's... Uh, we'll schedule it. We'll give you a date, Dave. Uh, uh, could we get a, just a quick estimate on spray painting? That wooden, uh, plywood and stuff, because it looks like hell, and people stop me on the street all the time. You know, what are you guys doing? But, uh, so we can get an estimate, that, and that goes on. We wouldn't actually pay for that. That would go on the, the, uh, the lean. The lean. Just uh, a dark color, just so it blends in a little bit better. 
I don't know how much better it'll look, but I'll get you a price. Yeah, I mean, the <laughs> it'll best look like we painted all the best looking side of the building was the south side. Exactly. But it's contiguous cement block. Right. When we paint the other parts, you got all of the stuff. But That's I, where you board it up and just thanks. Make sure the painter brings some windows with <laughs> I got camouflage you can see. It. <laughs> yeah, you need yeah. that. Yeah. Paint it like the sky in the ocean. <laughs> That's what you do. Jenny, you're in the right now, Capital Park. Yes, I am. Thanks, All right, Jeff. move on to public safety update. You're up, Chad. All right, Chad, please begin. Morning. Hello. September, busy one, 91 for the month. Which is actually, I think, was busier than August. It brings us to 563 for you. Um, we have much going on. Um, as you, you guys saw that email about the deal and the Ocean Couch Fair. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, Congratulations. Was, I, I went there. I stayed in town for the, 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 the kids went down. They did a good job. Um, aside from that, uh, I spoke with Councilman Beaver about the ordinance. Fire ordinance, Chapter 20, uh, needs to be revised, updated. So I'm going to work on that with Councilman Beaver and his committee and try to get that square away for the next round of application. So not much. Um, we changed our bylaws in, in the company and the two had to reflect each other. Sorry for that, I got really nothing to go Thank you. 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 Thank all right, September, which was busy as always, we had um, 426 calls for services, all the normal stuff that we always had in September, the fights, the DWIs, the domestics, and sorting persons, the urinatings, the tickets. When it came uh, to the number of tickets, I already went over it with Irwin, but I'll just share with everybody else. September 23, 139 paid to park, 27 permit parking, 24, 15 to 30, Five business, 16 towways, 38 municipal parking regulations, for employee spots, one. Got him, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> he, was he points out the window all the time. He goes, who is that out there? <laughs> so it's like crazy, but we got a ton of stuff. I don't have to call any of your numbers. I'm not going to. We know our court revenue was way up. I don't have the exact numbers, but it was pretty high from last year. Just some quick notes that I had made. Um, we are currently accepting applications for next year because it comes up quick and the academy starts in January. We already have to get it for physical, psychologicals, and do the evaluations. So we're working on that. We had everyone, a couple of our people went back to the Monmouth Vocational School for Law Enforcement to interview people for next year too for a boatload of class ones to write tickets, which we need. I don't know if they can ever compare the ones we have this year. Rich, thank you again with the shortage and all kid thing. That was a good help. We sent back the letters. I've already spoke to Joe about it. We'll see where it goes. Um, We're having a difficult time getting the names of uh, the children that go from Seabright, that go to Shore um, and Oceanport. <clears throat> it may be a result of uh, <coughs> the litigation that's going on, but law enforcement really needs to know. And there's no reason that they should not it's know. It's been like that for a couple of years. It's been like this for years. I mean, if we're flooded, if we have to, if a child has to come home or can't get home, 
we need to know who Last year, I think we had three floods that times absolutely, absolutely aligned with pickup or drop yeah. off, and it was a nightmare. And, totally there, and we don't know. We don't know. And we have no help from schools, no nothing. I don't even know. I don't even know how many kids actually from Seabury even go to those schools. I don't think we even have a correct number. So it's something to look at and trying the best I can. With that being, um, they did set up a drill rig on the end of Church Street. Two houses, their driveways are blocked in. I went over there, I spoke to the foreman, they will help them in and out any way they could. By the time we really figured out what was going on, that drill rig was set up and it was in the ground, so it wasn't being moved. I was over there, I've been there every day trying to help them. It's, it's a big project. That thing is going to the river as we speak right now. So we're working on that. And um, That's like six weeks, right? At six least weeks? six weeks. At least. And if you see the way the joy, I mean, one little thing I think goes, it could easily go longer. But that's not what we were told. Well, I mean, we were at the meeting. They said that they weren't going to block driveways. They have two driveways at the end, number 34, and I think it's number 19. So. Hopefully they can get him in and out of there. I did reach out to number 34. I think they called us Chris the other day. Yes. Yeah, they, she never called me back. They even went to her house. And for public safety, that's all I'm going to give you right now. I have more stuff, but it's not that. You guys have other stuff. I looked at her window. Do I have a piece of cash? Are they in better shape now, I think? Yeah, we think so. We, we got some more recruits. We have people that want to go to the academy. So it was getting a little rough there for a while. But I think with our recruiting, we do a pretty good job. We've got to get them young. And probably yeah. get them in here. Um, we have two of the academy that are going to graduate in December. And anything else? Any questions? Just a couple comments, very quickly. Um, as the chief said, we had a meeting to review um, uh, violations in comparison over the last couple of years. Um, not that we want to be a violation given town, but we do want people to follow the rules. And just a quick update on the parking area, which the chief really focused on. Just some numbers. In, in 2021, yeah. the number of parking tickets given out was 1,500. In 2022, it was 1,889. And this year, we're over 3,000. So the implications of that are significant in that we're trying to drive better behavior, but also we've got significant increase in court violation fees that we're collecting as a result of that. All the numbers aren't in yet, but I reported in the prior meeting that the uh, revenue generation through this was up over 75% compared to last year. So again, not that we want to be a ticketing town, but we want to have people observing the rule. And I want to thank the chief and the department for increasing their enforcement, which we asked them to do. We specifically said by adding the additional officers, we were looking for increased enforcement, and this is clearly that effect of that. The other thing I was happy to see is we've asked them to pay closer attention to the beach. Um, this year we had 35 tickets for alcohol on the beach, which is a tough thing to track down where people put it away and stuff like that. But in response to the additional officers, the additional attention, I think the team's doing a great job in addressing the issues for enforcement that we're asking to. Thank you. So it's very clear that the revenue generated pays for, in spades, the additional support, right? So we shouldn't have an issue. Then that and then some, because if right. you remember, by the officer that departed, yeah. we were able to pick up two in right. the near term. Absolutely. But absolutely, the revenue generated is going to be very helpful. Mm -hmm. And do we know of those 3,000, how many were non-residents? Is that uh, a hard thing? That's a hard thing to do. I would think it's probably majority. Vast majority, right? So I would think so too. So again, it's providing a, a service and a relief to the residents that get hit pretty hard. I would think, of. Heather, if most of those 3,000 were residents, we'd hear about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, it would definitely not be 3,000. It it's a lot. And I, and I 
said this, I didn't even think we could even top last year's number. And I don't even know, if, and I'm thinking we had mentioned, like, oh, I don't even know if we could even top that number again. Every time of year I say we can't top it, then we wind up doing it. So. I don't think we have to worry about topping. I think that it's, it's providing relief that's and it's paying thing. for itself. I mean, that's, right? what, that's what I find as we, the value. We wanted it to improve behavior yeah. more than we were focused on the revenue. But, I mean, a very clear example of this is when we walked the downtown yeah. and then I did yeah, yeah. we counted 120 houses and 241 parking spots, which means there's about two for every house, which is the passage we give out. Well, previously, out-of-town people would park illegally there and accept a $50 ticket, and it would take spots away from the residents. We're trying to curb that dynamic so that less people park there than it shouldn't be, and it opens more spots for the residents, which is a challenge for us to begin with. So the add-on effect, in addition to the revenue and curbing bad behavior, is it's improving the availability of spots for the residents. That's really good. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Chief, are you familiar with the product that Monmouth Beach has that reads plates for players? Yes, we looked into that software. Um, they have three of them set up in certain locations, and they hit stolen cars coming through the town. Um, we looked at it. It's, it was expensive. Yeah. Um, but the amount of stolen cars that Monmouth Beach was getting, they paid for it. A lot of towns have it. And we actually benefit from it, too, because there's one is thing it right on the shoulder. So if they come through, we're getting a call on it, too. So what we'd like to have one, yeah. But we're kind of surrounded by a lot of towns that already have them. So sooner or later, they're going to get a hit. And I think Monmouth Beach does to go and get the seat right. Uh -huh. Is there stationary? They're not there's really stationary. Yeah, you can see it one right in front of the cultural center. It's just a little yeah. Like Where's the one in Rumson? The close. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't mind. Just I think that one is right on uh, coming into Sea Bay. So then we're there. like literally covered yeah, outside of the Highlands. So. <laughs> and is it like a fifty grand, two hundred grand? Uh, what was the total that Chapman came in? It was about the original spark was probably around fifteen thousand. And then it was the you know the contract with the software and the five year minimum. It was a lot. It was wasn't cheap, we couldn't, it was well out of our price range, even to think about it, maybe something for next year in the budget. Um, but I don't but if you're surrounded too, then it makes yeah. for no, I don't, a little. Yeah. yeah, what would be nice, but to have that many, so something to think about. Thanks, Chief. Thank you. I'll tell you where it's at. No, I don't care. It doesn't, no, I'm just saying, if, if we are surrounded, then what's the need yeah. for us to have yeah. one? And that's the, you know, question. I just have to uh, bring up an executive session on this. Uh, Tickets. Okay. I, I know Sam put the uh, 2024 feature fees on the agenda. I spoke to him last night. Who's going to spend a quality on the call? He, I mean, I asked him what his thoughts were. He seems to think keeping everything status quo, I guess, for beach fees. But I did ask him to check with beach manager Tom just to confirm. So we can carry the next meeting. But I wouldn't expect any changes. You know, they made over a million dollars, well known. And mm -hmm. He thinks everything is copacetic as is. But I did ask him to check. Well, if they can change the weather, yeah, then you know. Okay. Um, when will we be approving this? November? Yeah, we have, to, we have sale. to approve the fees. We could do it in November. Okay. But we, we basically just wanted, if there was any change anyone recommended in the beach. Yeah, if you want to put on, you can still put on the next agenda for a vote, but we can always change it if needed. Okay. Let's do that. We'd like to get it on the yeah, website. Yeah, we can do that. I don't the next one's so close to December 1st. Oh, that's true. Does anybody have a sense that we should make an adjustment? For any reason? Adjacent towns? We only looked, if you recall, that there was that Mammoth magazine that gave all the beach fees, yeah. and we were 
we were average, but many were $10 a day instead of $8 a day. Yeah. But then they do other things like free for seniors, we yeah. charge for seniors, things like that. I mean, we don't have a sense that. Hey, hey, uh, hey folks. Yeah. Uh, uh, if, I, if I may, uh, one, one uh, uh, question of, uh, of these fees. Uh, I think it's important that we stay uh, kind of, kind of in, in the median, uh, or perhaps upper median maybe, uh, on our um, uh, fee structure. But I do think that, that there is value. I think we should um, uh, look at uh, a, a, a senior's beach badge or, or, or something like that at a discount or even free for our, our senior residents. Um, it's just something to think about. I haven't talked to Sam about it, but I'm, I'm just putting it out there as something that, that would be a nice gesture for our seniors, uh, but also making sure that, that the overall fee structure is, is competitive, not the highest, not the lowest, but we sort of in the I, We could do a quick review for the yeah, next I think it's year. worthy of a discussion. We'll do a quick review for the, I mean, there's only what? I have the site. 20 towns. Do you have yeah, that? the site's up. I can send it around. Yeah, we can talk about it. Thank you. Sam's here. Yeah, we, we offer a discount season badge for seniors, but not a daily. Yeah, I mean, I would, generally, yeah, I would go by the advice of each manager. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. Why did you do that? Better than I hope. All right, John, to the RFPs. It's that time of year um, that we go out for RFPs for our professional services. Uh, just kind of a reminder, uh, we, uh, you know, we go out for pretty much every professional and uh, Chris when will they hit the hit the street um, probably in a couple of weeks okay our review time is in November at uh, December well, the um, submission date is December 8th submission to us yes so, so it'll be out probably three weeks before that we review before the holiday before Christmas Correct, yes. and then it goes on our uh, <clears throat> reward meeting. Um, draft ordinances. Did, go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. There was a couple that we had questions on. Um, if we're going to do an IT consultant, a telecommunications consultant, and if we're going to continue with the grant writing consultant. Well, I don't know that there's any harm with going out for RFPs, but okay. um, I don't. Uh, that's up to council. Uh, IT, I think, you know, we're on notice that we're kind of exceeding our bid limit. I don't know, IT is a little different, Rich, um, in as much as the, you know, it's it's more of a, uh, a different kind of service. Well, I mean, you're not statutorily required to do an IT. Um, question of uh, what's most feasible for you. Yeah. We probably should do. You can't really change that kind of a consultant. <clears throat> no. Uh, I think we need to do the IT, and we'll talk about the grant writer again if uh, council wants to continue that. Okay. Um, whether, whether, whether we continue with the current arrangement um, or not, we, we, we should uh, still, still cast a net, in, in my view, to, to see what's, what's out there. Uh, Chris, let's uh, the A and B. We, we're I think we're ready for the fire fire pit ordinance and the e bike ordinance. Are we not? Um, 
Well, I don't know. Let me catch um, them out. Drive. So the, the fire pit ordinance um, was, was circulated for all of us. I, I've reviewed it, worked with Rich on this, worked with Tom Hagee. There was an outstanding question about whether or not we could put anything in it about smoke on fire pits. Tom and I discussed that at length, and he said, all of the towns around us are not including that because of the subjectivity of it. Noise ordinance, you put up a decibel meter and you can tell. Smoke is kind of tough. So he recommended we don't include it. If there's an issue that a neighbor has a problem with the smoke, they call the police department or the fire department. There is um, an ordinance in place that now instructs our professionals what to do about it. So that was circulated to all of us. I recommend we go forward with it. I'm comfortable with it, having reviewed it and worked it. And Rich is done with it. It's been sent to all of you. So I would like us to close that one out and be done with it. Okay, moving on to electric bike. Um, Jim was kind enough to put together a draft for us. We had a couple meetings to talk about that subject. Really what we're trying to do, once again, is put the police department in a position where they can actually enforce something. Because right now we have nothing on the books. So whether it's uh, you know, driving in the wrong direction, driving on the sidewalk in the wrong place, going too fast, or whatever the case may be. Rich has taken a first chop at that. I, I went through that. Um, I would not consider that ready for prime time yet. I would say we should all take a review of that any comments or questions, and just like we did with the fire ordinance at a subsequent time, make a final decision on that. And one of the things that Joe had mentioned the other day you might want to consider is if you want to include the splash pad as a... Right. I think that's a decision Definitely. you guys have to make. I, I believe the police recommended that they be allowed on the splash pad because Route 36 is somewhat dangerous, but then it is more of a pedestrian walkway than it is uh, a an e-bike. I mean, it, it's yeah. a towing cost. It's, a, it's up to... Again, how, how wide is that? Maybe eight feet? Yeah. And, you know, one of the issues we talked about is actually making sure we can enforce whatever we put in there. Because mm -hmm. right? we don't want to do something we're not going to enforce. Or signage that at least tells people. You know, we Let's talked about everything from not allowing them on the splash pad to allowing them on the splash pad, or pedal only on the splash pad, so you're not running silent at high speed, right? But I think the important thing is that it's at a point now, Richard, if you agree, it's ready for council review. For review, yeah. They, we had two comments, two questions um, that need to be reviewed. So, Chris, is that that's been that was distributed in the? Uh, it was in this, your packet. It was in the packet. Yeah, I took a look at it in the packet. I would just ask the council members to take a look at it, and if you have any high level suggestions, observations, or objections, let's talk about it. Otherwise, we'll try to drive this one to final the way we did with the fire. And again, it's just, a, it's a coin toss on the splash pad. Another suggestion on the splash pad? Yeah. We like being able to ride on the yeah. splash pad and me and Jim talk that we talk about that. We want to ride on the splash pad to the ocean pedal only. Ocean avenues get so okay, pedal only. Pedal yeah. only, limited speed, have some signage up there. We, we like that idea. I think mm -hmm. we can chat with you on that one. Um, I know Jack, low, low speed up on the splash pad because it is, there are a lot of people walking dogs. Um, yeah, that's reasonable. I'm sick about the electric yeah. version that they don't care. Okay. Correct. I think the biggest thing I know for me, the bikes are going to always be everywhere. You know, this weekend. For me, it was the low speed vehicle slash golf carts. That's the one that I see in the future because they're trying to be sold everywhere now. And that's what I start seeing on the state highway, which I don't like. We should try and come up working with the chief. When I talk to the police, the problem is how do you enforce it? Because you know you're going, let's say, a police officer driving north, and you see somebody going 
you know, you turn yourself, you turn around, and how do you stop this guy? How do you pull him over? It's 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 a, an awkward situation. Well, you start with communication, right? Yeah, but, but if you're talking about enforcement, I know. you've got yeah. to have a point where you stay. Yeah, yeah, that was my point. We've got to make sure it's something that we can enforce. I think it's going to be difficult to enforce e-bikes pedal only on the splash pad. I, I, I just think that's a difficult thing to enforce. I mean, how do you know? Well, you see them pedaling or you don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they, you once you're riding, it's a difference. They move their feet you know, while they're flying. That's when you, you need, that's when you need a camera to get over. Speed limit. Yeah, that's a significant difference. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it, it's a challenge, right? It's like a small part of the fire. Right? Yeah. How do you actually deal with well, it? But I think the right thing to do is they're prevalent, mm -hmm. they're problematic. Put something in, on the books so the yeah. police can do what they need to do. Yeah. Um, For the tree removal, Joe, what's... Well, the, the, the C and D are, are companion ordinances that are necessary for our storm... Uh, um, yeah, for our stormwater permit. Um, they require municipalities to have in place uh, these two ordinances that basically deal with storm sewer and what's being discharged into the estuary. So um, Greg put these two together. Uh, we think we, the, 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 the salt storage one is pretty, pretty easy and self-explanatory how, how, how municipalities can store salt and what they have to do. Tree removal though, there's some open end questions like what kind of trees and I, I think we should put this off until Greg gets here next next yeah. month and explains it to us. But we need both ordinances have to be in place. Yes, yeah, yeah, we don't have to have a huge tree. Yeah, right. <laughs> 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 there was a squirrel on my John's pictures. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. yeah, that counts. <laughs> There's one that problem fits. tree in this town. Big <laughs> 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 trees. And a salt store is the same store. So we'll put that on the next meeting for, for Greg to go through with us. Um, I spoke to Sam, I think Sam was the one, I mean, we all know about this flooding events, but uh, I think Sam wanted this one to speak to, so he, he did, he did. He, he was concerned oh, about the last rainstorm and the yeah. flooding that took place. Um, it, it, it was at, you know, it was out of the ordinary. I mean, I think we got seven or eight inches of rain in a, just a brief you know period. Nowhere for it to go. Yeah. No, nowhere for it to go. and and. Part of the design of the of the parking lot was is a problem because it goes all to River River Street, and that's where you know it it just bogs everything down. Police had to deal with it. Um, I, you know, we're continuing to push on the backflow preventers for the state. I know Greg. I saw an email go out a week or two ago to the state. Like, what are you doing? You know, what what I gave you a, the alternate design. We talked to, uh, I, I know Greg talked to Declan O'Scanlan, our, our senator, to say, hey, you know, it's, it's not, we're not asking a whole heck of a lot for the one up north. Uh, it, it's only one other manhole we're asking for. That's all we're asking for, a manhole. So uh, uh, they balked at that, but, uh, so I hope Declan can get involved. Um, but the ones downtown are up and running. Yeah. And, and we also, I think we got, did we get the quote from Kremer to do uh, twice a year maintenance? Not yet, but I, I did request it. We're, we're trying to get a quote just twice a year to go 
make sure they're functioning properly. Um, it's uh, it's important to us because, unfortunately, the day after the guy leaves, something can clog the. <laughs> but uh, we think it's necessary. Joe, if I can make a couple comments because it ties into the whole bulkhead initiative. So during that heavy rain, I walked the town a couple times, and it was amazing to actually watch. From my perspective, the check valves were working perfectly. The problem is when you have a high tide and the check valves are closed, the rainwater has nowhere to go. Interestingly enough, because we had flooding from rainwater, we actually had water going out into the river, even though the tide was a little bit high, because it worked its way around a bulkhead that's not there. So I mention all of this because I want to consistently understand that the combination of the improved check valves, the bulkhead, and the pump stations that are going to be added or that we have already are actually going to solve our problem for almost all of the storms that we have. And I remain convinced that that's the case based on the dynamic I saw. What was happening in waterways and Osborne was unbelievable the other day. I was standing there and the water was running around the last townhouse development like a rapid that you put a kayak in. It was running around that development onto Osborne into the pump station and getting pumped out into the river underwater. So the whole thing was just going like this because there was no bulkhead to keep anything out. So that change is going to change that whole dynamic, but the pump station was doing a great job. The other thing I want to mention on this subject is you remember that we were going to come back and have a discussion about the cost-benefit analysis that was going to potentially be done by the bulkheads because if we do a cost-benefit analysis, it puts us in a better position for grants. And Greg Blash has been having trouble getting in touch with Tetratech, who is the company that does the cost-benefit analysis. The person that does it left. They're trying to find somebody else. He messaged me yesterday that he expects to have a quote by early next week for a cost-benefit analysis to help us in the grant writing process. Maybe find out where the guy went. <laughs> all, all of this is to say, that storm, if you watch what happened in New York City, it was unbelievable, right, the flooding that happened there. And I think it was a one-off kind of unique when you have that much rain. But I think the components that we're talking about here are all working the way we'd expect to ultimately fix the downtown area going forward. So I remain very encouraged. Thank you. I just uh, mentioned this before, but we should try and do something and work with John on this. The bus stop, that water pools right there long after the rain has stopped, all that. And the reason I bring it up because I saw on two occasions people waiting for the bus. Carl went through there and sprayed them right there inside the booth. And another problem is sometimes the bus doesn't pull up right to the curb. They're a couple of three feet out, and the person has to step into the water. And it's, I'm not talking about a little, I'm talking about four or five and then this woman had her shoes soaked, getting them into the bus. But that, and it's just right there, it's not, and when John and I were talking, and trying to figure out can we chisel out a section of asphalt to get it to the nearest drain and that, but that's just something. It's a big area, I looked at it. Um, when the water is running out of the lot, that sewer can't handle it, and I actually have a video leave you a picture. Uh, the lifeguards were standing there like rinsing off, right? The cars were going by and the water was blowing up. But once the rain stops and the sewer catches up, there is a puddle where Jack's talking about, but there's a lump, the, the pavement uh, in the roadway. The asphalt goes up, so the, it would be a big dip to get it to make it to the sewer. I mean, we, we know that uh, uh, Ocean Avenue is going to be repaved. We've been hearing about it. Um, that would be the appropriate time, but I, I, I'm not optimistic. They, they keep talking about it and talking about it, and we 
haven't heard anything about it. Yeah. My question to them was, you paved it last time. Mm -hmm. Why would it be better this time? Why would you not leave the water pooling at our corners? They, uh, they did come several years ago, I remember, when, they were when the contractor was going to do it, and then they were put off. And there was white lines with, oh, oh, where, uh, Problem where it ponded, right? I, they're probably gone by now. Um, but they did come out and do something like that, uh, John, but I, I still don't know when they'll be in town. They're not doing anything until the bridge is finished. And, uh, That's two years. Yeah. Although the, the steel came in finally. If you've noticed that. That's pretty yeah. amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, you see that? Boy, I didn't realize that trailer, the driver and the truck, can, can turn the rear wheels separate from anything else. And that's how they maneuvered it around. It's really impressive. Like a tiller. Tiller truck. Yeah. Truck. Well, I think we still carry the one, we still carry the, uh, the flooding topic to the next workshop if Sam wants to come for that. Yeah, I think there's improvements we can make. Even, you know, I know we're focused downtown, but on some of the streets where there is a check valve, when it rings and there's not enough pressure to open that valve, it floods. It's not terrible, it's curb height all the way up the road. But there are small pumps that you could put there and make that go over the wheel. Because the bulkhead, although it leaks a little bit, it's very small amount leakage. So we could improve that, right? And we should look at each of them, not just the downtown, because those are small pumps. Yeah, no, we, we were, I mean, we've always kept that, you know, the, whole, the whole town you know, flooded out at any moment in time. So we do, uh, even if we're in the bulkhead, we been out for years. But yeah, I, mean, I think between public works and professionals, we're just going to keep bringing, you know, they usually bring stuff yeah, so when Greg gets back, I'd like to sit down. Yeah, John's talking about some smaller pumps, not, not the pump stations. Right. You know, uh, uh, one horsepower, not 60 horsepower. John, how many locations in town do you think would be right for that? Well, I'm not f totally familiar with the North Beach issues, other than the check valves aren't there. So once the check valves are in, we could create that bathtub. Do you think it would be three or four? Yeah, maybe three or four. Yeah. And those three hot spots in North Beach. Yeah, and, and those, I looked at pumps, right? They, you could get pumps for 500 bucks. Yeah. And I'm sure there's electricity there, but yeah. it's, it's, it's involved, right? But it's something to plan the next phase. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Um, SPA, uh, next year's uh, agreement with the SPCA uh, is due. We received a letter from them. And we had, I think, um, Captain Arias reviewed it. He's kind of the animal expert. <laughs> and we're, you know, we're we're uh, we're not far off from uh, from the demolition starting on all of the Denholz properties, and that's going to cause some sort of movement of. Uh, probably a, a, a significant number of animals down in that area. Do you think that's going to start, uh, We're Soon. I, I mean, I think that they were waiting until after, uh, after summer to start the demo. They're waiting, still waiting for their final CAFRA permit. Um, but... Uh, you mean stray animals? Or 
Yeah. Wild dog. Yeah, cats oh, probably. Opossums. Yeah. Um, we have a fox problem too. I don't know where they are, but they're. The opossums are hanging from my tree. Yeah. Yeah. Oh really? Oh yeah. Joe, on, on the SPCA thing, is it just straightforward? Yeah. It's just renewal. Yeah, just a renewal. Nothing special about it. No. Okay. Hey, Mayor, I have another topic for general discussion. Can I bring it up? Sure. Okay. So the topic is whether or not uh, we see brighter interest in potentially becoming a film production destination. So let me walk through a couple points and then just maybe a little bit of a discussion. So one of our town employees approached me about our potential interest and asked me to bring it up as a topic uh, during one of our workshops. And I think part of this is driven by the fact that with the Netflix build out at Fort Monmouth, again, if you look at what they're building there, I was going through the numbers the other day. It's massive. The amount of screen buildings and stuff, they're just facilitating to do a lot of things. So there's an expectation that that's going to spill out to the communities around. Several of the nearby towns are actually pursuing this. When I went to all the Atlantic Highlands and Highlands Council meetings for regionalization, it was a common topic talked about almost every meeting, particularly by Atlantic Highlands, who was certified to do this kind of stuff. Um, I know we had an experience a year or two ago that one was done here. I've heard good things about it, bad things, so maybe it informs our impression a little bit. But here's the key point I wanted to talk about. If we're interested in this, and I don't have an opinion one way or another, there's a program that's called Film Ready New Jersey. It's actually a state-sponsored program where there's a five-step certification process that the town goes through. Um, it prepares the town to attract filming, film production companies. Um, you have to document things about the town, its attributes, what are the things that you can offer, what are your resources as far as hotel space and restaurants and accommodations, tell us about your police and fire department, there may be pyrotechnics, blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. But there's actually a workshop that somebody from a town can go to to learn about this to help better inform whether we would not be whether or not we would be interested in this. And then once if you go through this, and it's not a very complex process, it's a five-step process, the town gets registered as an interested party, and then that gets made available to film production companies, both in the area and outside of the area. In my mind, some of the benefits of this is number one, you collect fees that can be in the thousands of dollars to do this. Number two, they also tend to provide some sort of improvement in the area, whether it, I'm going to make it up. They pave an area that isn't paved because they have to park a lot of cars and we wanted to pave. I'm just making that as an example. But the other thing in my mind that it has potential for is off-season benefits for our merchants who struggle year-round. I mean, today could be a beautiful summer day. It doesn't matter that it's 50 out. Somebody filming can make it look like the summertime on an October day. So there's potential benefits there. So that's a long-winded way of saying I'm curious from a mayor and council perspective because in this registration process, mayor, there's a lot of talk about mayor involvement, right? Because as the, as the lead point in the town, then the mayor designates somebody to represent the town. It's usually somebody on the municipal staff that does that. But the question is whether or not we're even interested in looking at this further as a potential approach or something we'd like to do in the town. So the staff would be want to go to that first meeting? Yes. Most likely, yeah. And so, so I'm just interested in, just really, are people interested in this or not? And if we are interested, I would suggest we ask for a volunteer on the council to understand it a lot better than one, my one-page summary before we make any decisions. Thoughts? I just give you, I know St. Mary's Church in Middletown, they had an empty building, uh, and they, had a, a film developer come in and say, can you use that? You can use it for K 
kids going in and out of general general clinic, and they got over two hundred two hundred fifty thousand dollars for about two weeks of occupancy. Wow! And uh, they used that in turn to repay their parking lots. <laughs> but uh, I, I I I agree with you. It's, uh, I thought maybe when you talk to some of the beach clubs, they have unique facilities that they're interested in maybe uh, to work with them. Other thoughts? Or this building right here. Yeah. There's a lot of potential. Do you want to see if maybe some of the building body within the meeting? And get, uh, I think that could be the case. Yeah, because if, uh, I mean, we could ask for the staff, but that will be in my support right now. Maybe council does want to do on it. Yeah, I mean, that first week. There, there's a link to this film ready New Jersey thing, which is really straightforward. It talks about the certification steps, it talks about the documents, what kind of resources are they looking for, how do you register for the workshop, and then ultimately, what's the certification. And all it does, and I think it's not expensive, and it's not all that involved, is it gets you in front of film production companies to then say, oh, Seabright's interested. No, we understand. Here's what they no, have. We so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I'm just trying to think of the downside initially. Yeah, I mean, I think downside is this town can get congested on its own very quickly. So timing, and it's very difficult to dictate timing for a production company. Yeah. But if the timing works, it would be great. I mean, sure, this is, yeah, I mean, this is my background. It's my background. Like, I worked in film production, so I'm happy to volunteer if it's something that we want to pursue. But I would imagine from a resident standpoint. Yeah, do you want to see if you can if you're able to if I can, that I can attend that meeting? I'm happy to. I, I think the, the rub is going to be timing for us. Like, if it's if if people want to come and film in summertime, that's kind of like a yeah, no, non-stop. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, I'm just thinking about it. My guess is they probably would buy and we could deny it. Could yeah. Deny it. yeah, so I'm happy too if it works. Any, any of John? No, I think it's worth looking into. Jeff, any thoughts? I, I, think, I think that um, we, we should at a minimum investigate the fact that we have someone on the council has experience in that in that area in that field is a benefit. So I, and like I said, at the minimum we should investigate and get more information. Brian, any other thoughts? I think it's I think it's a path forward. I mean step one is to learn more about it. So I think right. if you're able to get in there and if not we can find some of staff and training. Okay. Heather you're volunteering? Yes I am. Good. That Over to you. Okay. <laughs> I'll send Just you Just let me know where it went and where. I think okay. your point to bring up is that the development in Fort Monmouth is extraordinary. Mm -hmm. It must be spin off. Any reaction from, from safety? <laughs> so I sorry, you, and, and no, this is great good because um, I know we Jim we work with uh, Sopranos, with HBO, with Boardwalk Empire, NBC Universal did a thing in Rumsfeld a year. They they took over the entire region, so it could be a massive undertaking. It could be a ton of people. They have deep pockets. They love this location. They'll come out. It's within the. Um, I guess the area of the, the screen actors and the yeah. unions, this is within their radius. It'll be even more so when Netflix is here. It is something we should look into because even though it's a pandemic, we can do it on, it's all about the timing. Yeah. And you've got to be careful because if they say they're going to bring in 10 trucks, they're going to bring in more. Trucks. Right. <laughs> um, Just park them in Sandy Hook. Yeah, we should look into it. It's something that we could do, and they do bring businesses. Um, they bring the caterers and they go they go everywhere. So it's something we should look into because we've done these ones before. It's it's over it's overwhelming, but we can do it. So positives outweigh the negatives in your mind. 
if from a time, it's time right. It's about time. They did the one uh, last summer, but it was during the week. It's very strict to have. Right, it was on like the beach club or yeah. something, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we can look into it absolutely. Yeah, Chad, any thoughts? Uh, I got no negative reservations to it. Um, I think it's great, I guess, especially with that most coming Seriously, I mean that's the. Dave, any thoughts? Good for the town. Okay, good. Thanks, Heather. Yeah. That was it for on that. Great. Thanks, guys. All right. So, next we got a couple of resolutions listed. I'll be on the next agenda. You can read through those, and we may have another one or two. Yes. Aside from that, we're going to do have an executive session with a couple of items to cover today under litigation stuff. So, uh, and then we won't be taking any action or any further discussion after executive session. So, uh, this wraps up the public portion of the meeting. Unless anybody has any last thoughts? No? Good to go? Yep. All right. With that being said, would anybody make a motion to enter into closed session? So moved. All right. Councilmember Beaver? Yes. Booker? Yes. Corbin? Yes. <coughs> yes. And Lonnie? Yes. Thanks guys. Thank you.